Okay. I think I smell someone's marijuana, though. Yeah? Reefer? Yep. It's legal out here, though, so... Well, mm. mostly legal. I can't smoke any on account of I'm trying to get another jab. But it's legal. It's legal state, but it's also at the uh, employer's discretion. And since a uh, majority of employers are all, like, sticking their ass, serious business types. Yeah. So I just drink for the time being. It's horrible. <laughs> eh. Well, I haven't been drinking much. And it's not that bad. you paranoid, though. Um, well, I was, before this, I was just kind of, like, edging my way up slowly, bit by bit. So like you know find a nice like even level because most of my bad and welcome to another episode of the old talker connection i am mad unfortunately i'm mad about things you can't really talk about over the internet so i can't really do much with it in this intro doesn't mean i'm upset uh, yeah, I guess I had to get that out of my system for a whole lot of good that did. Now, seeing as how I put you through that, I'll try and keep things short. We're talking about Tekken, because why the hell not? It's me and Mike still, so of course, I mean, I guess that'd be a good time for Tekken, since Joe's not really a fighting game guy. Um, yeah, not sure what else to say other than please enjoy. So, Mike, you know how when uh, it's uh, two dudes and a woman, they sometimes call it the wobbly H? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then could you call two chicks and a dude a horizontal F? A horizontal F? Yeah. Uh, like an I F was, turned on its back. I was thinking more like a golden triangle. Hmm, that might be a... That might be, yeah. Because, see, I was thinking, like, maybe if the chicks start making out, it becomes a P. But, like, a golden triangle would probably be the best name for it. Or maybe it is a... Isn't there, isn't that a letter? Some kind of Greek letter? Where oh, the, uh, maybe like Delta or some shit. Where the, where the P, it's a P, but the instead of rounded, it's a point. Uh, I think so. I don't know what it is. I think Delta is just a straight-up triangle. I only yeah. know that from a Tokusatsu series. But, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned that because I think had the movie gone in that direction rather than the direction it went in, there'd be just happier endings for everyone. Because, uh, yeah... They both wanted that guy. But, uh, what movie are you talking about, Jumper Cables? No one knows what the fuck you're talking about. We're talking about... Tekken Blood Vengeance? Yes. It, now, gets, it gets hard to tell with all like the secondary titles of games post-Tekken 5. It's like Blood Rebellion, Bloodline... Bloodline Rebellion. Resurrection and... Dark Vengeance. Yeah. 
I might have just made that one up. <laughs> Tekken the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been getting a little weird. They're probably going to turn into Castlevania titles at some point. So this came out... Uh, I remember I didn't get to see it in a theater. I think Me either. Some kind of 3D presentation for like free or something and I didn't make it to it but uh, I remember it well, didn't this also come like a big package with like a fight stick with Tekken Tag 2 or something yeah it was called Tekken Hybrid it had uh, Tekken Tag Remastered and um, like a high end demo of Tekken Tag 2 yeah I never I should get that remastered Tekken Tag because I never I don't even think I ever looked at it it looked nice. Yeah. And Tekken Tag is the business. Arguably arguably the best Tekken made. Yeah. I mean, I think Tag 2. Uh, I guess Tag 2 has more balancing issues. Yeah. But in terms of, like, sheer content and, like, customizability, that's, like, and, like, depth, mm-hmm. that's, it's like a, it's my fighting game dream come true. It's good. I want to say it's what I put behind uh, Tag 1 and 3. Mm. But, um, yeah, I want to, yeah, there was like a big marketing push like this, and then Tag was coming out after. I want to say Hybrid, the demo for Hybrid actually had um, the uh, Devil appearances that Kazuya and Jin have in this movie which I'm a little on the fence about. And the Tekken Tag? Uh, hybrid. No, 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 not in the remaster, in the uh, demo for 2. The demo for Tekken Tag 2? Yeah. That's in hybrid. I want, you know what I want is that fucking that like long workday outfit Kazuya has on. Where it's just like the vest. Yeah. That's good. The vest, no tie. Yeah. Sneeze rolled up, no jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Kazi, you styling. It's the I'm ready to get my hands dirty. You know, I was watching him. Yeah, in this literally movie and rolling like, up his sleeves. I was watching him in this movie and I was like, could I pull that off? Maybe. You need to try. <laughs> I keep telling you, if you do anything Kazuya related, I will track down the pieces of uh, Old Man Diaper Butt's uh, Tekken 3 outfit. And I'll roll <laughs> with you. The coat? Yeah. Especially yeah. that coat. That coat's pretty tight. Yeah. It's kind of a nice little... Because <sighs> I feel like they've gotten so, like, you know, the robot and shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice to know. Because like, back in the day... Well, it was a very different beast. Up until, like, especially 2. 2 was, like, all about... It was Like, all the fashion was super cool, and everyone was, like, proportioned correctly. It was just, Mm -hmm. like, a beautiful, like, you know, top, top of the line, you know, game. It had a very... I think a lot of that had to do with the fact it had a very serious mood to it. Yeah. Uh, even three, I feel like it, where it fell off was um, four. Yeah, three just 
kind of same thing, but just different steez. It was a very like nineties. Well, yeah, it was it was grunge, grunge. and it was about yeah. youth, the like yeah. the fire of youth. Yeah, everyone was, was out cool. for revenge, pissed. Yeah, but uh, and then four was it they the character models, especially in like the endings, looked really yeah. strange. The everything was was very weird looking, and then and then by the time you get to like Tekken Tag Two. In Tekken 6, like, Kazuya is just, like, incredibly beefy. Yeah. Everyone's super beefy. One of my... my Everyone. Like, 5... When you want want to talk about roided-out beefcake, 5 is where it started. Like, first I'm looking at Law, and I'm like, God damn, what you been doing? You you cut like a motherfucker. And then I see Heihachi... Explaining about that once. He was talking about how the dudes are too beefy, and he doesn't like that. It's like no skinny dudes anymore. It's like yeah, I'm like, I'm like looking at Law, and I'm half expecting him to like pull the health inspector on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> look at my body <laughs> glistening. Yeah, you're supposed to be like the, one of the smaller dudes. Even Lee, I feel like kind of got bulky. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lay is the only one who's kind of like. Yeah, just... everyone who was just kind of thin is now like heavily defined, and they've got like biceps and shit giant fucking shoulders yeah but it then like yeah some of like the slightly bigger people just got roided out like old man diaper butts is like a meat wall yeah. now yeah you know what i it doesn't bother me so much on him he's always kind of been big uh but you know what i wish they would do was that just kind of ring it Dial it back a notch and just like go back and do like a like you know how they did the last DOA with like the branching storyline. Mm-hmm. Do that, but like tell, just remake Tekken one and two. You, you know they need to they need to do the uh, Mortal Kombat approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat basically uh, did what uh, the Star Trek movies did, where they established okay new world. But uh, it's sort of like disjointed from the original. Mm-hmm. And they're basically now just like retelling all the events, albeit with minor differences. Yeah. Which is, you know. It's... Tekken could use that, though I also think they need to like take the engine, do something really different. I think I'd say do both of those, but in the different things specifically concepts like uh, what they did with Steve where his mechanics are very different um, I want to say there's yeah. other characters like a whole game with mechanics devoted to the specific style of each character yeah that would be cool that I really like sick. Steve yeah Steve is one of the best parts surprises of Tekken 4 mm-hmm. yeah I played the damn shit out of him in 4 yeah I feel like you don't really get that too much. A little bit with, like, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's where it started, though it may be uh, more fair to say. Well, no, not quite. I want Yeah, three's probably where it started because um, Lay was distinctive in two, but mm-hmm. he really kind of branched out in 3 when he got like the different style switch mechanic yeah 
Yeah, he did, and then they kept building on that. Yeah. Which I, I love. I love playing as Lay. He's just like... When you get a good flow going with him, it makes you feel smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he does some of his maneuvers and you pull him off. It's kind of like uh, dodges, dodging using the sways with uh, Steve. Yeah. You just, you just feel precise, on point, and just good. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of him, got to see a lot of him in this movie. Really satisfying lay. Oh, <laughs> that phone cameo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as Shao Yu just has his number. Well, yeah, we've—I uh, can't remember where we found this out. But we were looking up like a uh, tag synergy, and found out like there is Chinese solidarity in these <laughs> games. Oh yeah, everybody has. Yeah. Yeah, all the Chinese people are tight. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. This is basically a Shao Yu movie until like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. It, it, it's, that was, it was weird. Yeah. Um, so I remember at first being kind of irritated with that and thinking, oh yeah, you got to get those Moe dollars because who is she playing counter to? The goddamn robot. With her two-toned hair, her pink and yeah. purple dress, and the flowers all over the place. and Yeah, I mean, for me, this is kind of like the uh, first Captain America movie where I watched it, and I was like, that was fine. And then I watched it again. Well, I watched Captain America again, and I, I kind of love that movie the more I watch it. Mm. Uh, this slightly improves on the second view. <laughs> it didn't, didn't make the quite the leaps that that movie did, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I enjoyed this a little bit more. Like, you know, just kind of seeing Xiaoyu be Xiaoyu is cool. Yeah. Like, I guess getting more Xiaoyu is not a bad thing. And I like how they, they treat some of the stuff with, like, Lee. I think he's pretty funny. I love how out of it he is. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's just kind of a different character entirely. Yeah, he's changed significantly since the original. Wait, was he in the original? original or did he show up in two um i know he showed up in two but i'm not i don't think he's in the first one because when he shows up in two he's kind of he's, he's pretty skeezy well he well in two he's basically law yeah but like trolls well he's he's law in terms of controls but then you like beat the game with him and then there's like this really skeezy montage of him like eliminating Heihachi and Kazuya, and it's like, okay, he's the, like, traitor-ass traitor. Yeah, I think he, uh... I'm just seeing his character model in my head right now. No, well, not necessarily the character model, but, like, the CG model. Mm-hmm. I, I love that fucking cheesy... that 90s CG. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Everybody looks plastic. Yeah. But, uh... What was I gonna say? Yeah, so that brings me to the other thing where Lee's like a teacher at this school. This yeah. game's or this movie's not really canon. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think when I was looking it up it was saying that this is like an alt supposed to be like an alternate timeline based on the current games. Yeah, it's kinda Which is unfortunate. It's interesting. 
like I kind of like the idea that the one Jin feels certain is going to take him out, and how I don't know is like Jin feels certain Shayu is going to be the one to kind of like pull him out of this, whether that means yeah. whooping his ass or just convincing him to turn back. Well, there's some parts of it like that I think probably carry through as like that's their character. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, in terms of I think events and like what certain people are doing, it doesn't line up. Mm-hmm. I kind of like this. I'd kind of maybe like to see even more like focused. Like, like this was kind of the more I thought about it, I was like, I guess it's nice that we got to see the Shadow You adventure. Yeah. Than just Mishima dark brooding leading up to the like that's true final battle. Yeah. Um, but I I kind of like want to see more of the Shao Yu. Like, just tell me Shao Yu story. You know. Yeah, it was a uh, surprisingly entertaining. She makes a like I didn't think she'd make as good a protagonist because again I thought it was just like yeah okay she's she's uh she's got strong enough tie to the main characters the whole Mishima plot and she's serious business moe bait and I thought it was just kind of like them hedging their bets with the Japanese audience but no yeah. she works I, I kind of want them to do more like kind of how Street Fighter does like yeah this was, it's pretty fun at some points I'd like to see this type of story brought to like a lay yeah, well, yeah, so that um, DOA Mortal Kombat storyline uh, formula would work pretty well with this. It would be kind of interesting to, like, you know, you get Xiao Yu for a minute, and then you get to see Lei do crazy-ass, like, Hong Kong cop shit. Yeah, I know. I just think it'd be cool to have, like, a... I don't know, flesh it out, because I've always been really into this world. Yeah. Um, and and but like less so as we've gotten to like around six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it kind of it always goes back to that um, wish I had, which is I wish Death by Degrees had been a hit. Yeah. So we could get like full spinoff games for a lot more characters. Yeah, I wish that was a good game. A Steve Fox boxing game, a King wrestling game. A... A there late cop game. Yeah, late cop game where there's like hand to hand and gun and. I just love play so much. And uh, Lon Paul like beat him up with weird ass money making yeah. mechanics that don't work. Buddy adventure. Yeah. Just like yeah, the most co op ass co op game between the two of them. That would be sick. Yeah. That'd be tight. That would changed it that would be funny to see how it would affect like actual Tekken because everyone would start to get really good at Paul and Law yeah well yeah it would affect the tier thing like as much as there are and Tekken's always had the problem with like being so clearly tiered that you'd probably have people going in the face of that just because they like a character more now yeah like, uh, I don't know what tier, like, Lay is, but I I feel like I never see him when I watch, like, high-level play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually, like, Paul, Diaper Butts, uh, 
Law. Law, yeah. And Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob's a weird one. Yeah, last time I really sat down and watched a bunch of Tekken, it was like all Bob's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. Open up the notes real quick because we went off on a bit of a <laughs> Tekken game tangent, which is fine. Yeah. This is one of those me and you shows, if ever there were one. Yeah. We open with Nina versus Anna. Yeah, which is all Nina, which kind of bugged me at first, but uh, then you find out it's a setup. Yeah. I kind of, I'm not a fan of, like, trying to play Nina as the hero of that rivalry. I didn't get the sense that they were doing that. It felt kind of like it, just having her, like, completely win that fight. You know, I never get the sense that they pick sides. I always get the sense that they're both scummy. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the, what I want it to be, because and they are both scummy. And they're both awful. Yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, I was watching it, and I was like, how many times have I seen this fight? I wish that one of them just kill the other one. I wish they'd both eat it, to be honest. Like, I, I don't even care. Like, kill one and then bring them back as a robot or some shit. But, like, do something interesting. Well, as interesting as it got is in 3, where Nina came out came out of, like, the cryo sleep with no memory. And Anna's like, okay, we're going to be real family now. <laughs> yeah. Back when Tekken's story was on. Back when Tekken's story mattered. For freeze, freeze, yeah, yeah, and uh, don't got one. Well, I do. Yeah, what are oh. you talking about? Yeah. This, this is, is good. good. <laughs> they had like four voice actors, <laughs> and they were weird. <laughs> yeah, because now that I think, but I should have watched the dub today because I've seen the sub. See, yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, like more than a lot of the things I've, I've watched, like, I wish there was, like, a perfect Tekken dub for this, because the English dub actually has Nina and Anna's, uh, game voices. Really? Yeah. Um, whereas you watch it in Japanese, you get, uh, the majority of the characters, uh, Jin, Xiaoyu, Alyssa... Old man diaper butts. Diaper butts and Kazuya. Like, yeah. they're legit voices. But then you've got to hear Nina and Anna speak Japanese, and it was kind of... I was kind of switching off. I opened up both and kind of, like, switched off at certain points where it was, like, majority one or majority the other. Yeah, because those two, they... That's one thing I'll say about them, is they do have great voice actresses mm-hmm. who've been doing it for a long time, I think. Yeah. Some switches, but I feel like we've gotten the same ones for a while. Yeah. Like I wish yeah. it was it played out like the game where you just hear the English uh, voice actresses for Nina and Anna alongside all the Japanese, and everyone just magically understands each other. Yeah, I'd kind of like to hear someone cut that. I'm sure there's I'm surprised no one's cut like a fan thing together. Yeah, there's uh the uh, English voices they got for like Kazuya and Jan. I don't think any. I don't. I don't think they were. 
I guess there's an argument that can be made about the casting of it. I know that the voice actors they brought in for them were good. They just didn't fit. And the reason why I call casting into question is that, like, Jin sounds eviler than anyone else on the cast. Like, he's, yeah, he's got full-on supervillain voice in the dub. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Kazuya doesn't sound evil enough. Like, they should have switched them. <laughs> yeah, Kazuya's looking good. I was looking at the models, and I was like, Kazuya looks younger than Jin. Well, he's got, like, he's, like, fully integrated devil gene, so that might factor in. Yeah, he was also really scarred after Tekken 4. Yeah. They dialed that down a lot. Well, yeah, because, like, uh, he had scars in the games before, and when they brought him back, they gave him, like, two more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, his face just like a game of (laughs) tic-tac-toe. Like he was carving notches into his own face. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kazuya. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that giant fucking winged beast he turns into. Um, I like his devil redesign, if only because it like brings him closer to the Devil Man influence. Like him and the. Gene fighting in the devil forms basically looked like the big fight at the end of that Devil Man movie, except better. Yeah, they really went pretty far with the ending here. Um, they went too far. I kind of wish they'd have like left out the Moku Gene mech <laughs> and just like put more into the devil fight. Mm. Because the devil fight is basically Kazuya wins and then Gene wins. And I was kind of hoping for like more of a clash. And then Old Man Diaper Buds comes back. Yeah. And a Moku Gene mech. Mm-hmm. Because seri- like, seriously, that, that throws me off more than anything. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? Whose idea was that? Like... Uh, probably Harada. Who the fuck came up with that shit? A Mokuji... See, I'm not sure, because I was looking up the uh, writer of this. Uh, let me get let me get some of the other shit he's done. It's uh, Daisato. Works predominantly in anime. He's done episodes of uh, Fujiko Mine, Standalone Complex, Eden of the East, Wolf Rain, Wolf's mm. Rain... He's actually done some uh, Champloo and Bebop episodes, too. What Bebop episode did he do? Um, I want to say... I'm going to have to look it up. I didn't write down which episodes. But I know one of them was jamming with Edward, but that was kind of like the odd one out. Interesting. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Brain Scratch are the episodes of Bebop he wrote. Not two of my favorites. Yeah, but, like, especially in the case of Brain Scratch, like, getting into, like, weird-ass nature of humanity and uh, spirituality Which... and all that shit. And specifically, the thing that really, like, put like things in perspective scratch. for me is uh, Cashern, the live-action Cashern film. <laughs> 
he wrote the screenplay for that and like specifically when you get into like Xiao Yu crying over the dead android and screaming about humanity angrily and yeah like the, the blood rage the grudge between the Mishima family and then I'm thinking about Kasher and that like heavy ass anti-war thing and it's like alright yeah it, it all makes sense that's why I'm kind of looking to blame Daisato for the uh, Mokujin mech it took a robot to show us humanity exactly <laughs> because humanity. she believed in us yep yeah <laughs> that's just something you uh, that's something I've never seen really yeah you never really get that moral they usually go everyone hates robots before they get they go that route. well I want to say it's usually something else that it takes to show us the good in humanity like it's like some animal or something yeah. but this uh I guess in this world, um, robots are pretty... Well, robotics is advanced to an absurd degree in the world of Tekken. Well, and also everybody in the world of Tekken is just kind of like, oh, a robot, I feel like. So the average person on the street would be like, yeah. Yeah. A robot. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it wars are basically fought with the Jacks now, and... You've got Lee going on and on about his combat project in four, and <laughs> yeah, combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, robots are just a thing in the world of Tekken. Man, combat sucked. <laughs> Poor man's Mokujin. Yeah. Uh. What was I going to say in regards to that? But, um, I swear I had more to say about Daisato. <laughs> I don't know, but they were peeping on him in the shower. Yeah, so so this is this is where all that talk of horizontal Fs and golden triangles come from. Um, like, they really wanted that dude. And, like, it wasn't like he was doing anything especially slick. He was literally falling on women. Yeah. I didn't know if Yu wanted him, really, as much as the robot did. Yeah, but she was trying to peek on him in the shower. Yeah. The robot was in love. I think Yu just wanted to fuck something. Yeah, Yu said she, would, she thought he was hot. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure she wanted the android, too. All that refrigerator talk. <laughs> yeah. I want a refrigerator like that. <laughs> oh, it made me reflect, though. I was like, you know, I guess an android would be warm and not cold. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, I got it in my head that they would be cold somehow because of, like, Shadows of the Empire. Well, that's, they're, like, metal, so, like, yeah, that out Star and cold. Yeah, Wars book. Yeah. They described one of the androids as as cold, having a mm-hmm. cold shake and being really strong. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, you'd have to have it run on a power source. And the yeah. It's constantly moving all the time. It'd probably be maybe even hotter than a human. Yeah, possibly. 
I think it would just vary more drastically, kind of like a cold-blooded creature, where it more reflects the environment. Though I guess if it's moving around even in the cold, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Oh uh, yeah, I remember what I wanted. The other thing I wanted to say about Daisato. Uh, apparently, he's writing another Tekken movie huh. called King of the Iron Fist Tournament. What the fuck? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't. How did I not hear about this? Yeah, yeah, it snuck up on me too. It was the only place I've seen it on his IMDb. It's just like he's got a writing credit for it. It only oh. says that it's been announced somewhere. I don't know. Weird. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. about. Let's get Is to... it a movie? Yeah, you think maybe it's a live action? Like a... <sighs> I don't know. Uh, well, I'm excited for that. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. King of the Iron Fist Journey. It sounds like it's the original. Yeah. That's what, like, every bit of writing about it seems to be. It just seems to be recounting, like, like all the uh, intro bits and, like, any uh, thing you'd read about Tekken 1. Talks about Heihachi throwing Kazuya into the cliff and someone shows up at the tournament looking for revenge. And, yeah. Yeah. Revenge for throwing me off a cliff. <laughs> Keep getting going back to that. The, that line from the Tekken anime. Like, June said something like, Aren't you just mad because your dad threw you off that cliff? <laughs> <laughs> like, aren't you just mad because I took your soda? <laughs> Tigers do that to their cubs. No, they don't. <laughs> the Japanese, it was lions, and the Japanese, I'm certain, made that up. <laughs> it's like weird urban legend to them because I've heard it in another anime. What anime? Uh, New Fist of the North Star, <laughs> where it was like a similar plot where this like this guy's dad had like did some messed up shit to his son because he wanted his son to become stronger. And his, like, son shows up looking to kill his dad, but his dad's already been murdered, and now he's just, like, losing his shit. Mm. But, yeah, they invoke that same trope. Very interesting. But, uh... Let me get back to something. Let me, let me get back to something by asking you a question. Uh... These sort of, like, movie-exclusive character Shin something or other... You think he's gay? Why? Because the android and, to a lesser extent, Xiaoyi were throwing themselves at him, and he's like, nope, I want nothing to do with you girls. I gotta go put it in the guy's ass. I don't know. I, I, don't, I think he's whatever. He's like Luke Skywalker. He could be whatever you want him to be. He's like talking to that soldier in his butt shower, naked like, in the shower. Naked. Look like some but, uh, leather daddy shit to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have been a leather daddy. We don't know. Speaking of that, I saw... I went to this thing with Ryan the other day in the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like a... We had... Because... Well, he wanted to go see it. Because he thought it would be cool. Because uh, that's how Ryan is. 
But it was all, there's leather daddies all over the place, naked dudes everywhere. It was weird. Damn. It's right where Palmer lives. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, this dude was just walking down the street straight jacking it, too. Ugh. Granted, it was a slow jack. Ugh, I, I, I don't need to see that. Still jacking it. <laughs> I don't need to see that. You would have had a great time. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and if I was with you, it would have been awful because you would have tried to get me to fluff somebody. I don't know if I would speak like that in front of that audience. <laughs> it might be kind of dangerous. Yeah. But it smelled like crotch and cigarettes. <laughs> Not a fan <laughs> of crotch. <laughs> uh, I used yeah. to smoke, so I don't mind cigarettes, but crotch. But thank you. Yeah. Not enough titties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do have to say, I think Xiaoyu looks pretty hot with her hair down. Yep. But uh, I always think a girl looks really attractive with wet hair. Mm-hmm. Something about it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know if it's from seeing, like, romantic movies as a kid, or I don't know. Yeah, see, it didn't didn't work with me, but I didn't notice it as, like, Basically, like, into adulthood, like, okay, they're really pushing this whole wet hair thing, like. <laughs> well, in Japan, wet hair means scary. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know, it seems like all those horror movies has, like, a woman that's, like, wet and, like, hair that touches the floor. Well, uh, the sort of progenitor of that, I want to say, is The Ring, and it was all about, like, this, like, chick who had psychic powers like becoming like an angry ghost because they like locked like threw her in a well or some shit mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah yeah it did in the video where she like kills people she literally crawls out of a well so <laughs> I guess Lassie was busy that day no they sent Lassie to save some other kid well I guess Lassie Lassie wasn't in Japan Lassie can't be <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Lassie's only one dog. Well, I guess Rassie was busy. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably <laughs> killed Rassie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this movie could have had a happier ending if, like... Shin just let the girls do the horizontal F on him. The golden yeah. triangle. Certainly be a different, more surprising. Ending. Yeah, it, it definitely, like, eschews some of the confusing story bits. Like, it took me watching it two times to realize that, like, that weird immortality thing he had going was like a double-edged sword. Like, I initially thought the whole setup was just so he could get killed by Heihachi, but then, like, the whole immortality thing means but. Mm -hmm. But I guess it just meant, I guess what was really going on was, while it would give him regenerative abilities, it would kill him early in life. So he wanted to take a shot at the old man before he died anyway. Is that what was happening? That's what made the most sense to me. 
Because I couldn't, I was like, he's got something. And then they're like, oh, he can't die. And then Old Man Diaper Butts kills him. Immediately, yeah. And then it's like, wow. That he was... sure was kind of just like a MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sure was really stupid. You know that test that, what was that test I brought up where you could replace a character with a vase? <laughs> it's usually done for women. I think you could probably replace him with a vase. Yeah. Shayu's crying because Old Man Diaper Butts broke her vase. Broke her really, really pretty vase. Yeah, he's a pretty uninteresting character. Yeah, he doesn't have much going on. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, come to think of it, wait, does, does this make him, like, the male equivalent to some, like, female roles that apply to that thing, that trope you just, that measuring thing you just mentioned? That's what I said. Yeah, so he is, this is like a, <laughs> so this is like a gender inversion. I, I don't know, but he he sucks. He's just bad, and I'm glad they never put him in any of the games. Yeah, he he was also just like not likable. Like he doesn't do a damn likable thing. Like I I'll have to find like a someone who's attracted to dudes. Like see see what their opinion on this does. Like does does he get by on good looks at all? Because he's really got nothing. Yeah, and he's just like a fake-ass Gene with them fucking tattoos. Yeah. Gene at this point is like beyond the tattoos. You don't even see him. Yeah, but like, even when the tattoos factor in a bit more with Gene, he was like a likable dude. Like He was cool. Yeah. He was cool back in the day, like Tekken 3 and 4. He was like a fucking... He was the good guy Mishima. Yeah, he's the conflicted guy. Well... Four is when the conflicts start, and I kind of wish it ended. Uh, in three, he was just like the straight-up hero, which was tight. Yeah, but he's still, you know, there for revenge and shit. No, not in three, not yet. He doesn't realize how evil the Mishima half of his family is. That's right. He was, like, hanging out with old man diaper butts. He's out for revenge, but he's out for revenge against Ogre. That's right. And he's like he's like a good guy. That's like as dark as his character gets is that he wants to whip Ogre's ass. Yeah. And I mean, even like after like his his ending in three, you're like Diaper Butch straight shoots him. He's like, Yeah, I can understand him being pissed and conflicted. They just unfortunately like around five they just kinda decided, Okay, let's just do the same shit we did with Kazia, except less interesting. I feel like I don't know. It's like uh, it's all right. It's time yeah. to do, do a BS anti-hero. It's like no, no, no. Give me my hero back. He can be conflicted. That's fine. But like, ugh. Yeah, it never bothered me as much as it bothered you. But I think that's probably because you liked him more. Yeah, no, I really liked him in three. Like it was like that was my shit. It was like but, uh, yes. I never was like he's super interesting. Like where he where they took him. Like I'm like okay, but I want, I'm more curious to see that end and see what he does next rather than have him be like the perpetual, you know, Mishima Zaibatsu head guy because he doesn't he doesn't have the same like he doesn't sit at the top well. Like yeah. Kazuya and Heihachi do. Yeah, well, see, the problem is is that the way it's supposed to work with him is that when he makes it to the top, 
the Zaibatsu is no longer supposed to be like an evil ass entity. Yeah. He's supposed to like, he's on the light end of the, the spectrum. Heihachi's on the dark, and Kazu is supposed to be the one who shifts in between. But like, in making, uh, in making fucking fucking Jin the in between, Kazuya gets like shifted into other villain territory. Yeah. So he gets shafted too. Yeah. And then <laughs> we'll they see like, what they do. They like try to make up with it by bringing in another Mishima, and it's like that weird Lars, more Animu than Animu character. Yeah. And no one was feeling him. Yeah, does anybody? No one cares. I think people like him. Maybe the one of my. I think I know one of my friends thinks he's hot. Uh, That's his. He likes to play as that dude. He's pretty good. I know there are other people that like to play as him. I guess he's a decent character, but yeah, I, I don't know, he's kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. Well, namely, he's like a common rider without the helmet. Yeah, I like I like that costume, but uh, other than that, I don't like the hair. I'm not the a fan about, either. The thing about Tekatai is you could change the hair, so maybe I should give him a shot with yeah. different hair. But remember. Remember that hair's canon. Lightning <laughs> powers. Yeah. Also, a uh, small thing I like that they actually had the lightning. It wasn't over the top, but you would actually see it in uh, Heihachi's moves and even some of Kazuya's. Mm. I didn't notice it, but I noticed Kazuya and Jean's like fucking flames. Yeah, yeah, I, that threw me off a little. But no, like during some of uh, Heihachi's moves, he's actually like shoot, like got got the weird lightning aura going, which was neat. Like uh, when he did the uppercut on Kazuya. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, what'd you think of the fights in this? I was gonna ask you the same thing. Um, I kind of, I'm not really that big of a fan of the ending fights. They're just a little too. I like when they're they're fighting each other because it's just enough like Tekken over the top. Mm-hmm. But like the the devil shit is too much for me. It's kind of cool, but I don't know. I think they look ugly too. Um, uh, my problem with the devil shit is that it feels very phoned in. That's why I said I wish they'd got rid of the Moku Gene Mech and put more polish. On that fight. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else they could have did though. It just felt like watching like the ending of Matrix Revolutions or something. Yeah, well, I mean, also brought it down a little bit, a bit less flying, a bit less. Uh, save the energy beams for like one big exchange at the end, a la Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but I like some of the other fights, like the Shaoyu Baskanovich fight was yeah. all right. And... I was a little mad. I wanted Shaoyu to win that fight. I don't know. But, uh... I don't know. I tend to like my fights more grounded, I guess. You like everything more grounded. Um... Sort of. Sometimes. I like high sci-fi. But, uh... Which is weird, because you used to really hate Wire Foo back in the day. Um... Well, this isn't exactly Wire Foo. 
My issue with Wirefu, it isn't all of it. It's namely the fanciful wuxia type uh, dancing through the air. Like anytime somebody like does a pose and then thrusts their arm forward with a sword and flies, I'm like, I die a little on the inside. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't, it's I don't like, like watching it. synchronized swimming. <laughs> yeah, but they're supposed to be fighting. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's lame. It's the martial arts. Yeah, it can be martial arts and not look fruity. <laughs> yeah. And by Do fruity, you... I don't mean gay. I just mean, like, weird, weirdly, how should I put this? Weirdly out of place and, like, like you're trying to look pretty when you do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's, a lot of martial arts are about, though. It's it's too posy. A lot of them are too posy. Well, yeah, there are fixed positions, but like, there's usually a purpose to those fixed positions when you break it down. Mm-hmm. Like so I was, are I was the ones talking. In these well, I was ta- like, I was uh, talking with my mom back in the day about Tai Chi, and she was explaining to me like. The real benefits of it, like if you look at the movements, you can actually see the how they're applicable, and it's all just about like building muscle memory and shit like that. Like you look at this move and that move, and it might look kind of fanciful, but when you really break it down, it's like a block and an eye gouge. <laughs> hmm. And uh, you know what it is? There's no excitement in it. I guess that's kind of what it comes down to. It's like I like. Uh, I'm okay with fights that aren't fast as long as they're it's like... It's conflict for old ladies. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe that's it. There's got to be some excitement to the conflict and like when they're like dancing and all fanciful and shit. I'm kind of like, ugh. I'm, I'm, I'm bored. Let you don't like dancing? Um, I'm, I'm fine with dancing, but let it actually be dancing. Don't pretend it's, don't pretend it's a fight. Unless it's a battle. And this is like neither. It kind of like takes the aspects of those two things that I like and eschews the elements I enjoy and just leaves the aspects that I don't. What, do you, what don't you like about dancing? Uh, by itself, it's fine. Sometimes it looks cool, but like if it's like a dance battle, that's sick. But like, it's not really a dance battle with the wire foo shit. It's supposed to be a legit fight, but they're like both dancing and trying to look pretty. But I'm also supposed, I'm also expected to like be emotionally invested in it. Like, like you know how people just can't deal with something if it looks too ridiculous. Yeah. This hits that point for me. <laughs> That's weird. And it's weird what does, considering how much ridiculous stuff I'm into. Yeah. My aunt is like that. She can't watch, like, movies. Oh, really? Yeah. She just thinks it's all stupid. <laughs> it's all just, no matter no matter how well it's done at all, it's all just a bunch of people pretending on camera. Yeah. Mm. I think for the most part, but especially probably, like, action shit, she just finds unbelievable. Yeah. Probably because I think she's actually seen people get killed in front of her. Ah, damn. That's rough. It, uh, I was going to mention something about the fights in this. Oh, yeah. It was interesting, the, like, the uh, 
bits of detail they put in there. Like if you're watching carefully, you can actually see a lot of the uh, characters' uh, move sets used throughout this. Like Heihachi does like the jumping power bomb on somebody. Yeah. He does the uh, uppercut on Kazuya. I think I saw Kazuya do one of his back fist things. Mm-hmm. But what I noticed when uh, Xiaoyu's fighting Elisa on that. the roof mm-hmm. is you can hear... She's, it's like it's the voice actress. You can hear all the grunts she makes. Sounds exactly like it's in the game. Yeah. Also, in, in both fights, there's a uh, juggle. <laughs> <laughs> like people knock someone into the air and then catch them on the way down. Yeah. I was kind of like, okay, that's that's just how people fight in this world. Also, in this world, being a martial artist makes you superhuman. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder about other things. Like, does this apply to just, like, athletes in general? <laughs> like, do, do basketball games in the world of Tekken look like NBA Jam? Probably, because that'd be kind of tight, and like, and like, and football looks like a NFL blitz. Probably looks more like Space Jam. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be tight. Yeah, like Olympic uh, level runners actually do can actually obtain that weird disappearing from sight bit. Like it's it's elements like that make me kind of want to see more of the world. <laughs> oh, you mean of Tekken? Yeah. Which again brings us back to like I wish Death by Degrees had worked so we get like more side story stuff. Yeah, I like the Tekken world. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more of that in the Final Fantasy VIII world. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the Tekken world feels like someone's just making it up as they go along. And I think that is what is happening. Well, that's what it's... I want to say, since 4, that's what it's become. Yeah. Well, it's especially that case since they, like... More so in... Uh, I want to say 4 to 5, and then, like, 5 onward... It's been this, okay, we have to do shit, but we can't let anything really change. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We can't kill anybody. Cause like, and we also wanted to bring back everybody that we did kill. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> two to three, like, goddamn, shit happened. <laughs> yeah. A huge time jump, too. Yeah, and people, like, died and... Like, there's, like, a handful of guys in there who are, like, the old men. There's, like, Heihachi, Paul, and Lei. Yeah. I mean, technically Nina and Anna, but they were, like, cryogenically frozen. Yeah, so they look the same. Yeah. Uh, thing I know we talked a bit about Lee in this movie before but like 
I really think over the course of these events, he was like on Molly or something. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, he probably just like discovered it for the first time. And he's like, holy shit, I'm rich. I could buy a ton of this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go teach at a school. Fuck it, man. Fuck it, man. I'm going to be a teacher. It's going to be, oh, you guys don't want to stay in class? Sure. That's cool. I don't give a fuck. Lee Chow Lan. <laughs> got like a house with like 52 rooms in it. <laughs> Hold on, I got fuck the it. actual numbers. Fuck it, stay at my house? Alright. I'm just going to go jogging out in the middle of the woods. Oh hey, there's some kids. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see that movie. Uh, 62 full bedrooms, 21 bathrooms, and 18 half baths. Yeah. Huge This house was my pride and joy. It's like, but then you blew it up. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You're not going to kill her? Excellent. That's great, yeah. Be completely crazy at each other. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that movie. Yeah. Papa Lee and the Girls featuring Panda. Also, uh, we learned how much of a mess Xiaoyu is. <laughs> oh, yeah. She doesn't get good grades. Uh, she's flunking like... everything and uh, owes uh, Mishima Polytechnic $300,000 because at some point she busted up their gym. Yeah. I don't know how. Maybe her and Coach Ganryu were fighting. Yeah. He doesn't seem to like her. But, uh, it it makes her. sense that she's probably like 21 and still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Come to think of it. I was trying to do that math. I was like, let's see if Gene graduated and they met and maybe he was a freshman and three, then maybe she's like a senior and he's like 21 or something. But it doesn't make any sense. She's just been held back and doesn't want to not... I don't know what's going on. There. She's like determined to finish it. But, uh, yeah, part of the problem is that she doesn't have any books in her damn backpack. Mm. It's all panda feed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's. She is rolling with a panda though. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Shall you rising revengeance? <laughs> Yeah, I'd be down for another Xiaoyu movie. Yeah. Her antics are at least funny. It, like, injects some humor into all, like, the dreary-ass Mishima bloodline curse shit. Yeah. All that shit's really gone nowhere, so... It's especially why, like... Like, I always liked uh, Law and Paul's antics... But it's why they're the one case of things ballooning out of control I actually enjoy. Mm. Like before, it was just a weird video of Paul trying to do the flip kick and failing. And now there's like a plot within itself involving a debt. (laughs) Paul's trying to fight aliens and Law's really bad with money. Are you a Paul? Or a law? Um, 
see, the problem is, is I have aspects of both. I'm out there in that way Paul is. But, uh, I'm not bad with money, but I do seem to be perpetually broke. More like in a bebop sense, where it's like I have enough to eat and not much else. And sometimes not even that. Yeah. Uh, if I have to, like, like if I were to, like, split between the two of us, I'd probably have to be the Paul. Why? Since you're pretty grounded. I think I'd be more like the forest law. Yeah, like, of the two... Oh, let me put it this way. Of the two of us, which one of us do you expect to, like, be screaming calling out for aliens to bring it on. Probably me. Really? In like a public place. (laughs) But not genuinely. See, that's the thing. I might do it genuinely. Mm. (laughs) Oh yeah, one last little bit. and I feel like this is a Proof Harada had to be on board, or at the very least, someone was paying attention. That last bit of dialogue between uh, Xiao Yu and Alyssa at the end, where Xiao Yu was saying she wants to turn the whole world into a theme park. Yeah. It was like, I'm pretty sure her goal in the first Tekken was to like take the Tekken money and build her own theme park. It was. That was like just like a nice little moment. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. She was she was totally into theme parks before all this like Mashima bloodline shit kind of hijacked her story. Yeah. She was. She were. Uh, one thing I kind of wish they kept going, like a tradition they kept with her, is making her uh, Tekken endings anime cutscenes. Yeah, that those were fun. Taking yeah. the three was when they really stepped up all the endings. Yeah, God, yeah. Each one of those felt like a trailer for their own movie. Yeah, they had one with voice acting and mocap. Mm-hmm. Julia's ending, the animation. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. Like, specifically Eddie's. His, his ending looked like the best movie ever. <laughs> Um, let's see. Yeah, the uh, guy who directed this, this is the only thing he's credited for. However, he seems to be uh, working with Yoshiaki Kawajiri on a new Vampire Hunter D. Interesting. So, here's hoping that's good. Um... So in regards to recommendations, uh, if you uh, happen to enjoy like the CG aspect of it and the fight scenes and all that stuff, uh, Advent Children and the uh, CG Resident Evil movies are pretty good. Tekken, the motion picture! Yeah, there's the Tekken anime if you just want more Tekken. And then there's also, I guess there's that movie... Um, did the guy they got to play, the guy they got to play Jin, was he actually Asian? In the live-action Tekken movies? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because, uh, they got a half and half for that Chun-Li movie, and Goku was a white kid. (laughs) Um, 
We should watch that. Oh, dear. I'm going to need alcohol for that one. I never was really a big Dragon Ball fan, so maybe I'll like it. Oh, Dragon Ball. Yeah, I've actually seen that. It's... There's some entertainment value to it. It's a mess. <laughs> but, you know, there's some fun to be had. I'm really excited for Ghost in the Shell. Oh, dear. <laughs> at, at, at least try to cover up the fact that you got a white woman to play Koto Kusanagi. <laughs> Say it's the android body of a white woman and you're on another undercover assignment. They at least at least do that. Maybe they will. You owe the world that much. Ghost in the Shell fans are like like Ghost in the Shell, those animes are fucking complicated. You can't like like that shouldn't be dumb. Mm. They are too smart to buy into any of your bullshit. Just just give us enough of a hand wave to turn our brains off, please. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Matt Damon movie, too. <laughs> Matt Damon in a movie about the Great Wall of China. <laughs> God about, damn. About demons they don't the give Great a, Wall of China. They don't give a fuck. Did you see the trailer? I saw a bit of it. I did see, like, a little demon thing jump out of it and be like, rah, and pull somebody in. Yeah. Maybe that's why they thought they could get away with, uh... Matt Damon. I don't know. On the Great Wall I, of China. I think it's kind of cool. He's, he gets to be the last, one of the last guys to play dress up like a Chinese warrior before mm-hmm. they stop making shit like that altogether. And it reminds me of playing dress up as a kid, you know? Well, dress up like a ninja. Yeah, there is... There's something to be said about that. Well, here's the thing. I'm not calling for all of it to go away. Like, I don't give a fuck about last samurai scenarios where it's okay. We're gonna invite the foreigner in to do this. Yeah, that's totally cool with me. It's My still problem, like white man saves the day, though. Well, you you don't have to you don't have to make it be like the white savior thing. Yeah. You could just have the white guy be a part of the thing, or the black guy, or the Asian guy, or the Mexican, whoever is the outsider, be a part of the thing. You think people would be as mad if it were like Danny Trejo instead of Matt Damon? Uh, or like, not or as like much. Antoni- or Antonio Banderas. Not as much. They're 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 always going to be angrier at white people because white people have been doing this for a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, they'd still be mad. They they there'd just be confusion, like how there was anger at memoirs of a Chinese geisha, but nowhere near as much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man it's funny that people expect so much from Hollywood it's like they don't give a fuck it's like if you were you really gonna go see like a memoirs of a geisha with an all Japanese cast in Japanese uh I um, have well you would but the general audience is not yeah but yeah also why would Hollywood have to make that movie I'm yeah. sure it already exists in Japan somewhere. Yeah. I think really it's just I'd, I'd like a, a big theater release for stuff like that. Like that'd be kind of fun. Like a like a new uh, Beat Takeshi movie comes out and they release it out here on the big screen. That'd be tight. 
Well, they get limited releases. There's just not an audience for it, really. Not a big enough audience for it, yeah. I should say. Which is unfortunate. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a new thing. Like, you tell me, okay, there's a movie theater nearby going to play uh, Sonatine or Brother or some shit. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, that happens. But, uh, anyway... Um, well, yeah, I was on recommendations. Uh, Tekken. I already mentioned uh, other CG things. Uh, I mentioned the Tekken anime. Uh, fighting game anime in general. Uh, Fatal Fury. Street Fighter 2 anime is really good. And that's got more grounded fights in it also. Um... What about live action? What would you recommend to people in regards to live action based the on Mortal watching Kombat. this? Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. We did that's a review good. of it. Yeah, not a review, but we watched it. Well, yeah, we did a, we did a viewing and a, did a podcast on it. On Mike's show. It's good. Um... Trying to think about what went on and like what else you could like, like weird mystic shit, devil people fighting. Uh, I guess Devil Man. <laughs> that movie is a uh, notoriously bad and cheesy, but it might be worth a laugh if you find found what was going on in this movie amusing. Um, and just other Devil Man related shit. If you like people turning into devils and fighting, and killing shit. The devil. The devil. The devil. Yeah, that's all I can think of at the moment. Uh, any last words for the audience before we uh, call it? The devil. <laughs> yes, the devil. This is the devil. No, it's I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm here to tell you listening that you're all going to live uh, unproductive unsatisfying lives and uh, there's no meaning to life is that really the devil Mike or is that just you expressing your opinion this is the devil is the devil's name Michael Pangelina you're all worthless yeah, I think I got nothing. Okay. We'll have to leave it on the words of the devil. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, it's another one down. And, um, yeah, I, I got episodes of Luke Cage to watch, so I'll... Special thanks, as always, to the, uh... God, I thought I had a routine going. Nope. Okay, the song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway. If you happen to like it, check out the creator of Synthetic Highway at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. should be hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The promo theme is Anime Raku. Please check out the creator of Anime Raku at facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. And check out Squareon's Flash Project, Project Stick Part 2, at facebook.com slash projectstick. 
you can find us at Hey Listen Radio, SoundCloud.com slash Hey Listen Radio, uh, Facebook.com slash Hey Listen Radio, on Twitter at Hey Listen Radio. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Android. If you happen to want to talk to the hosts individually, Joe is at NAGP Returns which is for his podcast, uh, NAGP Resurrection. Mike is at Hyper90s, he's spelled 90s, for his show, Hyper90s Zeitgeist Breakdown, and I'm at OldTakuConnect. You can also email me at gmail. OldTakuConnection at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Oh yeah, uh, thank you all, and I hope you all enjoyed Luke Cage. Good night, I spent, uh, there was like one scene where I was like, oh my god, they said it. Oh my god, they said it again. Like, <laughs> still remember when you get to the end, she's like, I, I am a straight freak, daddy. Turn my ass out. Yeah. More host blood.